0: this curse would have ended with me. Yeah, but it didn't. So now I need information to make things right again. And you're the only one that can give it to me. There is no right. You can't change who people are without destroying who they were. Who says you can't make things better? You can't play God, son. It must end with me. Just by being here, you may be killing your mother. I really came into this just hoping that I wouldn't depress you and all of our listeners today with this episode, but this kid just gave his mom lung cancer because he didn't listen to his dad.
1: Yeah, I mean, you, you got to listen to your dad there when, when, when he's talking to you about time travel and playing God. I mean, playing he kind of
0: knows what he's talking about.
1: You play God, you mess around, you give your mom lung cancer. It's just it's a thing you can't do. She's <laughs> smoking like a chimney because she's worried about you. But yeah, Drew, I mean, normally we you know, kind of have something funny to talk about on in the intro make fun of the clip make fun of the movie but such a depressing movie that what what are we gonna do what are we supposed to do what are we supposed to do with this
0: i feel sad man like i haven't seen this movie in a long time but i don't know we'll have to we'll have to try to keep it upbeat but there's a lot of really heavy topics in this one this poor this poor group of kids man we're gonna offend somebody today that's that's for sure so (laughs) welcome back This is episode 111 of The Last Row Podcast. If you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast.com, check us out on the social channels at The Last Row Pod, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you're enjoying the show or you're new to the show, hit the subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. Thanks to everyone that left us a five-star review. If you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving us one. Do it, please.
1: Five stars too high.
0: (laughs) And if you don't, don't, you're dead to me. You're dead to me. Wow.
1: I'm 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 kidding. You better you better go back in time and and, and redo Just that. Just like
0: Evan Treeborn.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You're dead e- to me. Event Reborn? The Butterfly Effect, January 23rd, 2004. Where were you on January 23rd, 2004? I was in the theater. Yeah, this was prime movie biz, right, for you guys. I was in the theater yeah. for this one. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure you were with me, weren't Getting you? Getting those free movies, man. For Were you with me? Movies. Yeah, you don't pay for a movie like Butterfly Effect. We watch it. For
0: no, free. and then and then, we, and then you got it for us when yeah. we when we rented it for free Absolutely. after that too.
1: I think 2004 was the first year. Yeah, that the heyday, I, right? Back that in the day, I, I broke into the movie biz. Yeah, <laughs> with a runtime of one hour and fifty three minutes. Too high, just about right. Too high. It's just about right. I was about done with the movie when the movie was done, so I'll say just right. Too high. <laughs> Drama slash sci fi slash thriller directed by Eric. Don't call him the best, Bress. And Jay, McGruber. <laughs> McGruber. Do you know do you know what these guys did? I do not. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Literally
0: uh, nothing after this?
1: I think the one guy went on to write the final destination.
0: Okay, there you go. Yeah. We we don't get a lot of co-directed films on this podcast here, do we?
1: Yeah. And I think though know, the one guy wrote the final destination, and the other guy wrote Final Destination 2. Yeah, and that was about it. Really, I mean, this movie might have killed their career. Is the final
0: is six or five?
1: Uh, who knows? Who's counting? It, yeah, we'll, Who's counting? one day we'll do the, we'll do all the. <laughs> what number saw is saw three D. Yeah, what, the final saw clearly nobody's counting. Yeah, is is what it is. Yeah, and I think yeah, basically this movie killed these guys' careers, but yeah, that's fine. Um, I like the movie, <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll get into it. I, I um, enjoyed it too. Yeah, i Yeah, IMDb seven point six out of ten. It's about right. It's about right. Maybe, for maybe too high, but it's about right. right for me. Yeah. Rotten Tomato, 34%. Too low. I too understand. Low. Too low, but I get it. I get it, but it's too low. Yeah. Metacritic, 30%. Too low. Too low. Letterbox 2.6 out of 5. I get it, but Just it's too right. low. So this movie, I, I think the best way to describe this movie, maybe you agree, I bet you agree, better than it should have been. Yes. Right? It, it's better
0: than it should have been, and I think it's because of the cast. I think Consider- the cast is good.
1: but like, But considering that this is Ashton Kutcher's first dramatic role, he was pretty good. He was pretty good. But like the odds were stacked against it, right? <laughs> dramatic role, depressing stuff, childhood trauma. Yeah. Time I mean, travel-ish movie. It, it, he was punching above his weight and, and he survived. The, he made it to round 12. He might have lost the decision, but he made it to round 12.
0: I thought he was good in this for it being his first dramatic role. Yeah. And it, it turned out a lot. Like you said, it's better than it should have been. Yeah.
1: He, he was good in it up until the part where he lost his hands. But, <laughs>
0: I know that's not funny, but it's yeah. it's because it's him. Yeah. It was yeah. it was weird, I guess, because the CG was kind of bad too, and it looked it looked well, really you know, like
1: this is this was the era of bad CG. But right, we'll, we'll talk about it. Two thousand four, the heyday. So, so, what is this movie all about, Drew? The synopsis for the Butterfly Effect: his College student Evan Treborn is afflicted with headaches so painful that he frequently blacks the f out. <laughs> While unconscious, Evan is able to travel back in time to difficult moments in his childhood. That's a shitty superpower. Yeah.
0: That, and that's, a, that's an understatement of that's difficult a, moments. Yeah. It's Getting having a hard, your dog burned yeah. alive.
1: Hard times for this guy. He can also alter the past for friends like Kaylee, who was molested by her father. We don't need to put that in there. I should have yeah. read that. But <laughs> it's on the deleted. teleprompter. It's on the teleprompter. But It's, it's
0: right. part of the synopsis here. It's how dark this
1: is. Yeah, I mean, it happened. Not on screen, but changing the past can drastically alter the present. <laughs> oh, we're going off the rails. And Evan finds himself in a nightmarish alternate reality, including one where he's locked away in prison.
0: Yeah, that's one way to put
1: it. Rated R.
0: <laughs> Was this rated R? I don't remember
1: rated R
0: was this really rated R yeah, it seems a like F-bom- a PG 13
1: tons of F-bombs tons yeah. of themes F-bags whatever the F-bags, word, is, his yeah. word was there were hard F's there were super related fellatio
0: yeah. on yeah. Uh, the Aryan Brotherhood here whatever yep. it was it was pretty bad yep. so well all right well let, let's go with the taglines change one thing change everything
1: what, what's, what, does, what does Plays with scroll say? Sounds, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, lose one friends. Lose that's all friends. Eric Matthews
0: quote right there. Lose yourself.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm okay with it. Fine. Such
0: minor changes, no. such huge consequences.
1: You can't use the word such on your Lose yourself. Poster. Yeah. No. You, you get it such. Such, such.
0: And then, Verandee die Zundknüft. I
1: don't know how to say this. I mean, that's a pretty good accent.
0: I don't know. So anyway... There, there's a couple foreign language ones, which I believe this is German. So it says the, the translation has changed the future through the past, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, not bad. And then the end is only the beginning, which is eh. actually pretty good.
1: Eh, a little generic.
0: I'm going but, the first one.
1: The Germans like Ashton Kutcher. Is that what this is? I
0: guess it must be. Uh-huh. It's. I, I'm going the first one in my opinion. Right. So $13 yeah. million dollar budget. Yep. It was a critical failure, I think, or it was critically panned. However, it, did pretty well with the people, man. Maybe it was it's all fun. the ladies wanting to watch Ashton Kutcher here, but ninety six million return.
1: I came for Amy Smart. I mean, I was, yeah, you know, I, I, I had
0: an Amy Smart thing back in two thousand four yeah. as well as most people who saw Road Trip did as well. Road but Trip, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. did pretty good. Just friends, you know. She's got, she's got it. Go next door.
0: Did you know that this is also an award winning film? Bad, of way? course. This is this is. It's not a BAFTA. Well, it's well, not an Oscar. Few are. Do you want to know what it won? What did it win? It won the biffs. It's got oh, a biff. Oh,
1: it won a biff? It's got oh, a biff. But not crazy.
0: just a biff. A biff. A biff. There's three yeah. Fs in there. I
1: hear an extra F in there.
0: It's got a Brussels International Fan- Festival of Fantasy Film Award, a Pegasus Audience Award for both Eric Bress and J. Mackie McGruber.
1: Alright, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna play the dumb one of the show. So Brussels is what? Is that like Germany or something? <clears throat> what is that? What what's Brussels? Muscles
0: muscles from Brussels. Yeah, who's Muscles that? from Brussels? JCV Oh, J C V that's man. right.
1: Yeah. This is Belgium. Belgium. Where's Belgium? Belgium's like next to Germany, right? It's the same thing basically, right?
0: dumb americans on this show man stupid americans dumb americans on this show for our international <laughs> listeners here it is right next to germany
1: yeah <laughs> you're right it. i know it <laughs> but know it's it got a biff
0: all right yeah. and it was also nominated for a teen choice award the of other course. most prestigious award not a blockbuster film award and it lost to let me let me just read off some of these movies this is this is a year for movies man the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Mm. It was going up against Dawn of the Dead, Freddy vs. Jason, Gothica, Secret Window, Underworld, Van Helsing, and The Butterfly Effect.
1: See, isn't this just a window into the soul yes. of, of, of the early, mid-2000s movies? Because you got three old horror franchises being rebooted. You've got three dark dramas. And you've got two vampire movies. Yes,
0: do you remember Secret Window? A little weird movie.
1: I like, do, and it was it was good, but I feel like I feel like I'd appreciate it more now than I did back then.
0: Yeah, I agree. Johnny Depp. So little little do the listeners know. We used to have a thing. I think we talked about this years ago. Bad Movie Wednesday bad or whatever, Wednesday. where me, you, and our friend listener of the show Julio we used to get together. We would rent like a bad movie, and I remember Secret Window was like that, and the Ninth Gate. We watched yep. all these random movies that were not great, and and this is one. and and, and you said this before we started recording, but like what is this era of movies? And I have a thought, like when you talk about what is the era of movies, like this era of movies, and maybe it's too on the nose, but this era of movies is new metal. This era of movies is pop punk. It's It's the the, new metal of movies. Yeah.
1: It's the new metal of, of, of eras of movies.
0: Like, doesn't that describe it?
1: It kind of does. Yeah. It's kind of like here in Gaul. They don't make movies like these where it's like, I don't know, dark for the sake of darkness, but not really pushing the boundaries too hard. I don't know. It's like an odd time. And you can definitely watch a movie and tell this movie was definitely made in 2004, 2005, yeah.
0: 2006. It's officially but, got yeah. a decade of feel. Like yeah. where the 90s and the 80s, like 2004 yeah. is such a feel. And like you mentioned it too, Freddy vs. Jason, it's not a horror movie. It's like an action slash thriller slash kind comedy. of a comedy.
1: Kind of a comedy, yeah. It's comedic. Same and with then, all these yeah. others. And then you got the horror remakes. But yeah, this is like... I think of Disturbia. I think yeah. of Awake, like any Jessica Alba movie, you know? <laughs> Those are good ones. This is what we're dealing with here. It's not okay. great, but it, I don't know. At the time, it was there, was there was a bunch of them. There was a lot of okay movies, basically. There were, there were a lot of okay movies. <laughs>
0: Describe 2004 yeah. in, in one word, in a couple words. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> it was okay. It was all right. Tons, you
1: know of who, six, tons of six out of tens.
0: You know who else was okay? Ashley okay. Kutcher. Yeah, he's all right. You know who else? So I, I'm going to tell you this, and, and maybe it sort of also describes 2004, and it's a way to, for us to segue into the movie. But three other people were offered the role of this, of Evan Treborn. Don't call him Chris Treborn. Don't call Holy. him Christ Reborn. Whoa. Don't call him Event Reborn. Wow.
1: We're getting deep. And I'm going
0: to ask you, would this movie have been better or worse with these people? This is a, is this not a Josh, Josh Hartnett movie, like to a T?
1: Yeah, I think we I think we backed on Josh Hartnett not too long ago about like just being with within this era forty days forty nights yeah Luther yeah park where when Josh Hartnett kind of like aged himself out of movies to yeah. where like once he once he couldn't play a twenty two year old anymore like he was kind of done.
0: I think I saw a thing where it said he just quit acting or, for, or he left Hollywood. Now he's coming back, but like because lucky nobody, number eleven,
1: yeah, great cause movie because no, nobody wanted him because once yeah. he, once he stopped looking twenty two, yeah. You know, you can't. You know that. You know the you can find the fountain of youth it doesn't exist.
0: had yeah, the three musketeers goatee yeah. going on, and then yeah. how about Joshua Jackson? Because like yeah. this is a Joshua Jackson movie, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's definitely Josh Hartnett first for sure. I I, I definitely feel that Ashton Kutcher got this movie because Josh Hartnett was offered it, it and down said, and said no.
0: They're so like, who, who's yeah. another guy like Josh Hartnett? Yeah.
1: Who's who's a younger Josh Hartnett?
0: Well, apparently Joshua Jackson turned it down, too. And then yeah. third, Sean William Scott, Stifler. Like, this is not a Stifler. No. Like, no. He's no. too funny at this point. Like, this isn't... I, I don't know when American Pie 3 came out, but it's probably around okay. this
1: time, right? All right. We're going to rank it. So I feel like the movie's better with Josh Hartnett. I agree. Worse with Joshua Jackson. Agree. And and just weird with Sean William Scott. Yeah. It, so it, it going, wouldn't be
0: as yeah. depressing with Sean William Scott. No.
1: No. So it would have been Hartnett 1, Pitcher 2... I'll still go William Scott three and Jackson four because Jackson Four? I don't think he's not very good, is he?
0: Well, if you want to give the so I guess you could technically say, wasn't Kutcher a funny actor at this point? So maybe this could have been Sean William Scott's breakout moment to show that he's got the dramedy.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe he bust out the chops because yeah, this is Kutcher's fresh off of Dude, Where's My Car, isn't he? You know?
0: I mean the two of them were were in that together. And then Josh Hartnett isn't really funny. He's more serious. Same with Joshua Jackson. Joshua Jackson's a quippy. But And he's not that
1: great. Like he really come on. Yeah,
0: he's he's not so great. Yeah. And and so Kutcher was twenty six at the time, playing a twenty year old. Yeah. And he did apparently he's done extensive research on psychology, mental oh. disorders, and chaos theory mm. to prepare for this film. That's how dedicated he was yeah. to this thing. Do you think it paid off?
1: Uh sure. I mean, I, I believe that he was smart. Sure.
0: <laughs> you like when he was handing in his papers and doing worm research?
1: So I will say this. I mean, when you when you if he indeed did study, and I I bet it was one night. I bet it was a session, <laughs> just one little session, you know. But for him to learn about it, or at least get himself familiar with the terms, when he when he read them in the movie, like during his lines, when he talks about them, I kind of believe that this character is smart. Because you can tell if you're reading, you know, words that you don't believe yourself you have any idea what the hell they mean. Yeah. I said that weird, but I, you know what I mean, right?
0: It's like people doing Star Wars and sci-fi acting talking about... Photon beams and stuff. Yeah. And people are probably like, "What the hell are they?" You don't know what you are reading. Yeah. It's gibberish in some ways.
1: Yeah, but if you know the lore and you know like where it comes from, then you sound more confident in your line reading. Yeah. So he that, he
0: read a psychology book and and he yeah. he's good to go now. I think it's so. fine.
1: Yeah, I think it's a good move. Good, good for him. <laughs> good for him.
0: What do you, so? What do you think about? Let's talk about the group of friends because we can start. And if if you haven't seen this movie, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. So go watch it before you listen yeah. to this, if you care. It's you know twenty years old, so twenty years old. Screw you. <laughs> the t- the moratorium's over, but the, with all due, the, due
1: respect, listeners, screw you. With movie, all due the, respect, <laughs> you haven't seen this movie.
0: One star review, iTunes. <laughs> too low. <laughs> that bad way, guy. <laughs> too low. <laughs> Last row podcast. One star. Too low. <laughs> the the movie centers around a group of friends, and you know there's a lot of traumatic crap happening in this thing. Yeah. We'll talk about some of the kids. So, Ashton Kutcher plays a kid named Evan. And kids. he's part of this friends group with a brother and sister, Kaylee and Tommy, and Lenny, the other kid in the group. Lenny. Describe these, this group of kids. Like, t- tell, tell the listeners about these people.
1: So I feel like Evan is kind of a bad kid, but like playfully bad, right? Yeah,
0: he's like, he, he gets into mischief. He's mischievous. Yeah, he's
1: mischievous. Like he's a nice hearted kid, but he's, he'll smoke cigarettes. In the right. basement, you know, he'll gonna smoke. He'll th- he'll egg a house, you know. He'll do that. Kaylee and Tommy are the siblings that come from a bad family, broken home. Dad's kind of a scumbag. Uh, Tommy Kinda. is Tommy's definitely the leader and also a psychopath, a future, you know, murderer, uh, whatever you want to call him. Think of the darkest thoughts. You know, I won't put them out there, but you get it. And Kaylee's kind of just like this innocent girl that's kind of in it for the ride, you know, trying, looking for a way out, maybe hopefully, somehow be protected by Evan. And then Lenny, I mean, I've I've been around a friend like Lenny where he's the stoolie, he's the <laughs> stoolie's maybe not the right word. I don't know exactly what the <laughs> definition of stoolie is, but this sounded like it made yeah. sense. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like he's like a sidekick. He's he's the one that you you kind of like pin everything on. He's the screech. He's the, the hanger on Yeah. He's the screech. Yeah. yeah. This poor kid, very innocent, but you talk him into doing stuff and all of a sudden he develops complex, but like good heart, very good heart manipulated by the bad kids. Did I sum that up properly?
0: You did. And I think that's a perfect way to put it because yeah. it's, it's an eclectic group of kids. Right. But like yeah. Tommy's sort of the ringleader, like of the, of the evil stuff but yeah. I think Evan's sort of just kind of hanging out with them. He's friends with them. But to your point, like, he's not really a bad kid. He's just no. doing some bad stuff.
1: But they're but they're mischievous enough to go along with Tommy's yes. bad stuff until maybe he goes too far.
0: Agreed. I have a quick thought about Tommy, though, and I want to get your take on this. But, like, he's a bad kid. But he's also, yeah. like, three feet tall. Yeah. Could you, like, do you remember the scene in this movie where he was at the movie theater and he was really upset because he just saw Evan making out with his sister. And yeah. that's a whole weird thing in itself, too. I don't yeah. get it. Like, it's it's not a protection thing. It was like a jealousy thing. It was really weirdly, like, creepy. Yeah,
1: like he wanted her for himself yes. or something.
0: You know, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in this movie. And, and it gets pretty dark. But he just decides to beat the crap out of some random guy that, like, kind of makes fun of him. He tripped him. He tripped him. But... He shoved like a metal—I don't even know what those are called—like the the rope things that hold yeah, the ropes. The
1: metal divider, yeah, up this the guy's line, face. A line former.
0: I mean, he yeah. f this guy up. So yeah. my question to you is: You know, you're on record of saying that you could you could fight kids. Sure. You know, at the especially when we were talking about Mighty Ducks, and you can take these these kids. Yeah. Could you take Tommy? Like, what? How would you? How would you handle <laughs> this? Like, let's say you're the guy that's standing there. You tripped him. And yeah. then he bashes your head in with this metal thing. What? Like, well, you think you could take him?
1: If he blindsides me with a blunt object, there's really no defense of that. Like you're already like stunned. What are you gonna do?
0: What if you're the guy standing there next to him? Like you know, there was yeah. a guy, his girlfriend, yeah, and then, a group of guys.
1: Well, then you have to just grab him, right? You can't hit him. You can't hit him. You, you, but you, you, can, but you can grab can him. You, you have to. You have to like protect your friend, but just by grabbing the kid.
0: You can't think hit.
1: You can't hit. But I think hit. without the blunt object, if the, if the kid punches you in the face like maybe twice, then I think you're allowed to smack him.
0: Well, And also as the Last Row podcast legal expert, what, what, is, what is the legality of if he hits you in the head with that metal thing, can you hit him back? Are you allowed? Yeah, like, I mean, what's it's, your it's, legal? I you,
1: I'm pretty sure you can self-defense yourself on a kid. I mean, if your life is in danger by any, you know, there's witnesses all around you. you didn't, obviously, well, you did start the fight <laughs> but, with the tripping, but, you know. It's not like, you know, I, I throw a pebble at you, then you throw a boulder at me, like that kind of thing. It's that kind of thing. But I think back to the movie theater when, you know, he's being loud at the movies, throwing popcorn at the guy who shushes him, you know, calls him all sorts of names. That's that's the unwinnable scenario because yeah. you, you can't hit this kid. Like if this were another, you know, another adult, then maybe you could have words that could lead to something, which, by the way. <laughs> Not to tangent to tangent to tangent. Yeah. But why are the movie why is the movie theater such like a tense place where like people take everything personally to the point of wanting to fight you?
0: <laughs> because you just spent a, a fortune to sit there and watch something <laughs> and you gotta and you and you gotta hope that people are yeah. just not idiots. It's and like every, you can't, because yeah. people everyone, are idiots.
1: Everyone's at like this heightened state of alpha male when they're in the movie theater. Like if if you get shushed, it's like, Dude. let's go, bro. You wanna go? Like that's a thing where everyone is like on edge about everyone else around them
0: if if the listeners are interested i've got plenty of after dark stories here of movie theater <laughs> yeah. run-ins when we used to work there because man there are some good stories one day i will reveal the secrets yeah. if the listeners yeah. want to you let but, us know
1: but when that jerk in the movie theater is a 12 year old kid you can't hit him so you're powerless to, he he can call you any name of the book he can chuck all his food at you what are you going to do
0: I have I have stories like this, by the yeah. way, of where this happened and people couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, it's like a Kid, knew. he's a
1: kid. You can't hit him. So what are you gonna do?
0: He calls mom, and then it's like yeah. he doesn't have a mom. So doesn't have like his he mom. Can't. Doesn't care. His mom doesn't care. And and the thing is, he is that way because the parents don't care. So you call yeah. the parents, they're not gonna do jack. They don't yep. care. <laughs> like, yep. what what about this? So 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 maybe it reminds me of the situation at the Eagles Super Bowl parade when when you got peed on by that random guy <laughs> in the crowd. <laughs> you know, for for people that that don't know about this. <laughs> we were in this crowd and there's like all this I mean, random guy there and it's I like we shoved the guy out right
1: I don't care where you are movie theater or anywhere I mean joy, joyous super bowl parade guy <laughs> pees on your foot I mean it's fighting time so
0: as the, as the crowd showed they just shoved this guy out now, yeah. and nobody hurt the guy but we shoved I mean, him out of here like get him out of here I mean, upon, he disappeared into the ether
1: upon one look he definitely looked over 18 to me so
0: yeah there was no, fight, no yeah. juvenile situation no Well, and the last thing I'll say about the kids here, before we get into some of the timeline stuff, is that, man, did they nail the casting on this? Didn't they?
1: The counterparts for the kids to adults? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They were perfect. Like, I thought the kids were actually good actors, too. It's a lot of bad acting by children on our podcast here. But these kids were actually pretty good, in my opinion. They did a good job.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's it's a rare moment, but... I don't know what they did. I've never seen these kids and other things. Maybe, maybe you have. I didn't recognize them from anywhere, but yeah, I mean, that that was that was the upset of the century. You know, for a small movie like this to have such attention to detail. So
0: this film takes place over a bunch of different years, and there's def- different eras within the years. So it's 1989, 96, 2002, and 2010 at the end there in the future. So there's this original sort of timeline or, or setup and we need to talk about what this is. We talked a little bit about the kids and, and what they were going through, but there's some very specific events that happened that once Ashton Kutcher goes back, he, he starts to see things that he wants to change. We need to kind of set the stage here. So how would you describe the the situation here? What's going on in these kids' lives? And are there major events that you want to call out to, to the listeners and, and to the people out, out there listening to the show that may have not seen the movie?
1: Yeah, I mean, the big one is obviously the 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 pedophilia of Kaylee and Tommy's father where the, they Tommy uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to call the kid Ashton because I'm sorry. Yeah, That's fine. I keep that's- wanting to call him Ashton. I'm going to call him Ashton. So Ashton Kutcher's character, he, he's being babysat by the dad and he comes over and he's like, Hey, let's make a film. And the dad's drinking and you're like, Oh boy, let's go down to the basement Get a and, make saucy a, make a, there. and make a film. Yeah. So, and obviously he blacks it out. So we don't know what happened really until much later in the movie so yeah there's there's some pedophilia going on there's also the scene where
0: his teacher calls him out because he drew a really horrific picture of like murdering people and his mom got called to school and then she saw him with a knife like that was another weird situation where something's wrong with this kid and you're not Mm -hmm. really sure
1: yeah and uh you know there was a situation with a stick of dynamite where they accidentally i don't know if they injured or or flat out killed a mother and a baby it was implied of, they died putting a stick of dynamite in the mailbox I mean that was a major event he got choked out by his own dad when he visited him in the mental institution I mean that's kind of messed up um and
0: then his dad was murdered as a and result then, yeah. and then his he dad was yeah it. his
1: dad was murdered in front of him at, at, to subdue the poor guy and then uh you know Tommy ended up burning his Dog alive, which – That is like one of the hardest scenes,
0: man. I know yeah. that the child pornography thing is awful as well, but the dog one was like just up there as well to me. Yeah. Like it was hard to watch.
1: So we, we see four or five very traumatic moments of Ashton Kutcher's childhood, which coincides with, with all the other characters, the Tommy and the Kaylee and, and the Lenny. So there's a lot of things that happened in his life that maybe he would like to take back or fix – you know, depending on how his life turns out, and we'll go through that as we go. So are we going to go through his original timeline first?
0: Maybe not the timeline, but let's, let's talk about the consequences of what happened, right? Because you, you just, you named a bunch of good stuff there. Where is he in his life as a result of all of this stuff that happened? Because you see him drive away at one point, but where is oh. he and where are the rest
1: of the people? So, so his mom moves him away after all this. They're moving. They're getting on. They're getting on with their lives. So he's separated from Tommy and Kaylee and Lenny. Cut to college. He's a genius. Yeah. Great student. Buddy buddy with the professor. You know, Frankie Stakino's his roommate. Total goth dude. But they're they're chummy. I like I liked I liked it. Was, it was a good odd couple. Good odd couple uh, roommate situation going on. But yeah, yeah, his life's great. You know, and as far as he knows, you know, he you know, everything's cool. Everything's cool.
0: But then you got the other people, kinda not so great, right? You got yeah. Lenny, who's sitting there in his room building model airplanes like he he didn't develop because he was traumatized yeah. so he was stuck almost as like a childlike innocence for what happened because of you know he feels responsible because he was the one that put that dynamite in the mailbox yeah. that blew up that family
1: you know there's a lot of sad moments and visuals in this movie but at the top at near the top Man. of the list is 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 the is the race car bed Dude. When they showed show that he was still sleeping in his race car bed. I was that like, oh, hurt man. me, man. Oh, God, this kid, he's so underdeveloped. Oh, poor kid. That
0: hurt me, man. And it, it, by the way, this is a triumphant return of Fulton Reed from the Mighty Ducks series. Yeah. This movie. but Really
1: heavy stuff for Fulton Reed. It was yeah. super heavy.
0: And and then, you know, Kaylee is working at the diner. These old men are, like, groping her up, which was, like, yep. disgusting. like, And it was so completely uncalled for. Yeah. Tommy is likely some felon, which we don't officially know, but there's something implied where he's like in jail or something and he gets out. And then, you know, you've got a lot of really bad stuff here. And and there was some illusion by his dad or something that was alluded to by his dad of like, this has to end with him. He's got, when he was trying to strangle him, he wanted to kill him because he has to like end the curse or whatever this is. So there's obviously something... As you're watching this movie for the first time, you probably have no idea what the hell is going on. You're thinking like what it what is he talking about? And if upon, you know, further rewatches it starts to make a lot of sense, he's obviously got got these these powers. But before we talk about the powers, like is this the original timeline? Like I it's not a time travel movie per se. It's more like a I don't know. I don't even know what it's a time experience movie. Yeah. Like is this the original timeline cuz there's things that that hinted at like it was kind of confusing, wasn't it? The way the movie
1: I mean this could be just poor movie making to make it confusing, this aspect, but from what I gather, the blackouts where the kid has blackouts in like present day, and like he's holding the knife, or the the prison drawing picture that we'll get to we'll get to it later, that he um, doesn't remember drawing as a kid. So when when he has a, a blackout. In his present day, is that in fact like the, you know, the time around him messing with his head? Is is there like, is is there like an interspersing of time? Like as, like as we're going.
0: And they implied it, right? Because they, they showed like maybe the blackout was his memories being erased as it was going backwards or something. Like, I don't know, but they, they heavily implied it. Like, especially the scene where he was holding the knife, but it was odd because sometimes he passed out. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes he stood there staring into nothing, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. So like it's kind of you assume while watching the movie that it's just he's just going back one way. It's a one-way leap backwards. But it really is a loop. But I it think is. they I think they had a bad time of, of, of representing that in the movie.
0: They did. Which and, and-
1: is fine if you don't think about it too hard, but what, but this happens with a a lot of time travel movies. If you think about it too hard, then you start seeing all the mistakes. Then you get in your own head, and then you get confused, and it's best to like not think too hard about it.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're the movie maker, right, you either need to like play hard by the rules, like a Christopher yeah. Nolan style, or you got to just say, "Hey, it doesn't matter." Yeah. It doesn't well, it's all sense.
1: Yeah. It's all or who cares? Yeah. So you got to got to pick one.
0: There's a super traumatic thing that happens here that that causes him to want to go back, and 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 he sort of figures out these powers, but he, Kaylee kills herself. I mean, she talk did. about. Dark man. I mean, yeah. I'm depressed talking about this right now. Like This op- is a yeah. messed up movie.
1: Yeah, pedophilia. We have uh, a child and mother died. Murder. We have we have a dog murdered. Uh, geez, now we got a suicide. suicide. We have a traumatized kid. I mean, this is this is a sad timeline. For why you make me
0: watch, man? Why did small, you make me watch this? Me
1: watch this. Yeah. this is <laughs> I was thinking about Ashton with the no arms. That's why. Yeah, that's so a, it's it's like
0: it. so so. Kaylee winds up killing herself, and then Tommy's super upset. Who I also like the older actor for Tommy. I thought he was really good. Mm-hmm. He looked like a Tommy, yeah, and and total Tommy. he decides that he's going to go back and fix this after he realizes what he can do. I don't know. We're kind of all over the place, but let's talk about like his powers. And I think the way to do this is to introduce Chaos Theory. Like, we have we to need go to back. Talk about this. We got to go back.
1: We have to go back.
0: T- tell like what is Chaos Theory?
1: So Chaos Theory, Drew, is is the is the theory that um one well it has been said. That something as small as the flutter of a butterfly's wing can ultimately cause a typhoon halfway around the world. So that's that's what we get on the opening, you know, card of the movie. Did you like that? Did you like that they opened with that? I like that. I like I like opening. It set it's the, the stage. So, yeah. So it basically says that if you go back in time and change one little thing, it could alter all of reality for everyone around you. And you that's step what he on does. A, yeah. You go back in time. You step on a bug. You know. You might come to find out later that all of a sudden it uh it rains donuts instead of water. So <laughs> that, that's a Simpsons flashback for anybody who's paying attention. But uh, but yeah, so that anything can change if you if you alter one aspect of the past if you time travel.
0: And and I'm just gonna straight up apologize to everyone listening to this right now because it is hard to talk about this thing. Like we don't normally touch the plot, but this one you kind of can't talk about this movie without talking about the plot and the piece of how he figures out his powers. Is by reading one of his journals. Like he found one of his journals, or he, and this girl that he was hooking up with in his dorm room. Again, another dark and creepy moment <laughs> where he's reading this journal and it's clearly like a really traumatic, messed yeah. up memory. Wasn't it the, the pedophilia one, actually? Or no, I it think it, it was piece? the
1: dog one. It was the dog, dog one. one. So and it's it was
0: clearly messed up.
1: Yeah. So he's in present day college, you know, before time travel and he's like, before he knows he has these powers and he's, you know, the girl accidentally stumbles, they're in his dorm room, and she accidentally stumbles upon his journals, and she goes, oh, hey, you read one to me? Starts to read it. He doesn't know what's in there, because he hasn't yeah. touched him in who knows in how long. In 20 years. Yeah. He starts reading about the story of the day where his dog died from Tommy. And like as he's reading it, you can tell he's becoming uncomfortable, and she's like, I'm going to get real close to the mic. I'm going to be like, oh, can he go on? <laughs> She was well, doing yeah, the yeah. ASMR. Oh uh. keep Oh, keep going. Keep going. Yes, keep going. I want to hear more about the dead dog. Were you sad? You're gonna have I to to hope you start
0: were sad. a uh, ASMR Twitch channel here, that way. This is you got a future.
1: You got a future. That's really sad. Could you please keep going?
0: <laughs> oh my god. Like, I like mean, who is this freak? Real? Who is this freak? Yeah, freak is home? the way to put it.
1: We freak thought is- we thought we thought Frank was the freak, but no. Dude. It was messed up. And, and if you were him, like, wouldn't you,
0: like, was he struggling with it because he wanted her? Like, he was celebrating 20 year, or whatever it was, 10 years of no blackouts or something. I forgot what it was. It was it was some celebration of no blackouts. And that's why he was with her, just yeah. trying to hook up with her. But wouldn't you just stop reading? Like, I, I don't know. He kept going because I guess yeah. he, he wanted her to keep going.
1: You can pivot. You can pivot. He it's like, you pivot. know what?
0: Let me go get one for my birthday party instead of yeah. the time my dog got poured yes. lighter fluid yeah. and burned alive.
1: Yeah, he got to skip to the last page. You didn't have to keep reading that story.
0: But. What do you think of, of the way that the powers worked? So, I, like, I guess explain the power, because he's reading it, and then what's happening? Like, what actually happens?
1: Yeah, so as he reads the words on the page, it kind of does this brain morph thing, where he's able to travel into his own brain and become himself as a kid. Weird, right? And he's able to alter the past, to try to, like, fix the what he considers the wrongs of his life. What, what could he have done different? to maybe save Kaylee's life and make her life better because his life's better. He wants to make her life better. He's probably assuming he's going to do something that will help her, but also shoot him back to his regular life. But he obviously didn't study chaos theory. So yeah.
0: Chaos. (laughs) Chaos. (laughs) What about, so what about what's the consequences of him doing this physically? Right? So there's obviously the, the, the ripple effect and the typhoon halfway around the world that he's causing. But well, what about the physical toll that this thing has on him?
1: Well, oh, well, you gotta have a nosebleed, right?
0: Yeah. You gotta show the audience that something's yeah. happening. Yeah. It's the only way to do it, right? You
1: can't, yeah. You know, every time you hurt your brain in a movie or a show, you get a nosebleed. That's like the rules. That's what you gotta have.
0: <laughs> Unless you're eleven, it's yeah. like nothing happens to you.
1: And then also there's this horrible brain hemorrhaging thing that's going on that's probably gonna kill him very quickly, as uh, the more he does it.
0: Which so, is what happened to yeah. his dad and what they yeah. were saying his dad was committed for, right? So yeah. it was that's that's the whole thing. So what do you think if we go through each one of these things let's go through so he's using his power so we've established what powers he has right now let's talk about these decisions that he made on behalf of the world and on behalf of kaylee and causing typhoons all all halfway around the world let's talk about for each one of these we'll set up the situation let's talk about did he make it better or worse and how close is he to like the perfect outcome for each of
1: these this is the best way to do this this is great
0: it's the only way to do it, right? Like, I, I feel like there's no
1: there's no other way to do we this. We have to do it this way.
0: So the the first one that he goes back, she he finds out she commits suicide. He's like, I gotta save, I can't gotta save that. her. You he can't have, have that.
1: Her. It's his fault, kind of, because he It is went back. his fault.
0: He went back. She, she was unhappy.
1: Her. She was unhappy being a waitress and uh, you know doing dead end job and you know maybe still living at home, still being tortured by her dad. She, but at least, her, but at least she herself. was. Oh yeah, but at least she was living. Right. At least she was living. She was alive. Yeah.
0: So he goes back into the time with the movie making with with her dad when they were shooting the the, the pedophilia video and tells him off, right? He calls him an F-bag yep. or something?
1: Yep. F-bag and he says, hey, you touch her again I'm gonna kill you or whatever he says. I don't know. And oh, by the way, your scumbag son, you gotta discipline him because he's, he's a psychopath. And like, Hey, chaos theory, whatever you do is going to cause future outcomes. So the dad's like, surprisingly, the dad like took it.
0: Yeah, Did I that thought surprised that was you? a little odd. It was, it was like, oh, OK, yeah, I'll, I'll just not do that. Again. I feel like
1: I feel like the dad would have called him a little shit,
0: especially if he's a, the type of guy that's going to film this type of video. Like he's yeah. not going to be. Yeah, but you know what?
1: I mean, the kid's got ammo, really. I mean, he, he can't be exposed. Fair enough. Can't be Fair exposed. Enough. So I guess he's got him. What so? What do
0: you think of the casting of Eric Stoltz as the as the father?
1: I loved it. My favorite, my favorite Eric Stoltz was was um, two thousand and two Eric Stoltz with the long yeah. hair. That's yeah, my favorite
0: that's, Eric Stoltz. Did you know? So here you go. You have the, the band's off, but oh boy! <laughs> according to IMDb, here we oh go. Boy, I knew it was coming. So and this, this is like this is a Whistler's daughter's father situation, is what I'll <laughs> say about this. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. But the wig that Eric <laughs> the wig. The wig you should see Badway's face right now. He's giving me the the shame, the look Disgusting. of shame. He's taking the bell
1: out from the Game Disgusting. of Thrones
0: shame bell. The wig that Eric Stoltz wears, the one the long hair, two thousand two Eric Stoltz in the film was made of Eric Stoltz real hair.
1: Says says IMDb says IMDb. Well, so
0: what so what does that mean? Right? Is that like is, you cut your hair because you might need it sometime for a, for a role that you have see, where you have if, long hair?
1: If that were true, I feel like that would have been like breaking news on CNN. Breaking news: Eric Stoltz is a freak because. He, who's keeping their own hair.
0: Who's doing it? Well, yeah, because he he probably grew it out one time. Like this is me right now with long hair. When I get my hair cut, should I make a wig of it so that if I ever want to grow my hair out again, I don't need to because I just have a wig of my own long hair. So it's, I don't need. Oh, the so
1: he—that's that's a prepared actor thing, is what it's, you're saying?
0: Yeah, he's he's so no. good of an actor, no. and he's I, so prepared.
1: No, I believe like Daniel Day Lewis does that shit. I don't think Eric he, Stoltz does that
0: he, shit. He grew his hair out. And he cut it into a wig for the time that he might <laughs> he might need. Uh, that's like that's next level acting here, man.
1: No, that's what I, that I, is. I don't I do buy it. I don't that's buy it.
0: next level <laughs> next level acting. Let's but anyway, back. let's get back to that movie. the the movie. So he becomes he becomes a frat boy in the future of this, so, right? He wakes so yeah. up in the bed.
1: So after he, Kutcher, back to so yeah. After he tells the dad off, and the dad vows not to touch Kaylee ever again, but also vows to discipline his son because he's a psychopath. Flash forward. Ashton Kutcher wakes up in bed with Kaylee, in college, in a sorority house.
0: In bed, and in they bed. were in
1: bed. There are a couple. They are a couple of people. I'll tell you what. What'd you,
0: what you think of that? So on a scale of of one to ten on the life rating, how's That's, his life right now?
1: Twelve, right? You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> He's think flying high on the surface. I've, I have, I have words about this. We'll get into it very soon, but it's not time yet. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> hashtag. We'll get to that yeah. later.
1: Very, very soon. Well, hashtag. We'll get to that soon. Um, he wakes up in bed, right with her. It sounds like a dream scenario. He's confused. He's confused, but he gets, he gets, you know, gets his day going. Comes to find out that he seems a little uncomfortable in his own skin, right? Because just a few hours ago, he was this, a uh, psych, you know, psychology scholar. major scholar, straight, you know, you know, four point student, teacher's pet kind of thing. Now he's got frat gear on. He's confused. You know, his his girlfriend is, you know, the love of his life, but she's kind of, you know. not. It's it not what he expected. Caught into the trappings of the sorority life, kind of. Yeah. I don't want to say ditzy, but, kind, you know, you know the type, right? It was more materialistic.
0: Stereotypical
1: than, right. sorority girl, right? And his friends are frat bros. The when guys was, that were
0: giving him crap like
1: yeah, uh, four exactly. hours ago. Guys that he would not even give a time of day just a couple hours ago, right? So he's kind of uncomfortable in his own skin. And his seemingly life is great. So my question to you is, is like, is this a happy scenario no. for him? Or no. would it be, is it kind of like a dream that would wear off really quick?
0: I think it's a dream. It's almost, it, dude, I don't want to quote, you know, our, our buddy here, but let's not make yeah. it a nightmare because th- a nightmare. this... It was kind of a nightmare because, yeah. think about it. He doesn't want to be a frat bro, and you're stuck living no. that life. Yeah. Like it's yeah. almost like a prisoner. You're a prisoner in in yeah. this world that you don't want to be in. Yeah. So as bad as it was for the other people, it's still pretty bad for him. So, yeah.
1: Not so not great. only yeah, not only is he not comfortable in in his surroundings, even uh, Kaylee says to him, you know, you've been acting different lately. Like how long until Kaylee dumps him because he's not the guy that she fell in love with? Was the AKA vision? the frat boy.
0: Yeah, was the version of him that she fell in love with a scumbag? Because think about it. Yeah. He tried to do nice thing for her. He he made a nice birthday dinner for her, which is like a thing that you would do for your yep. your significant other. Anyone would do that. She's like, that wasn't you at all. Like yeah. what what is he doing to her on a regular basis that he's is probably her turned off?
1: So he's probably just like his frapros that we see, that he probably grew up in that life. Yeah. Right. So not not great. So now that he as himself is pro is plopped into that scenario. It's it's a very short sighted win, you know. Oh, it's great! I'm with I'm with my you know my 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 first crush, my love, love of my life. I saved her, but you know, not great. I, there's not a lot of substance here. No,
0: not at all. Yeah. And and the fact is, Tommy's still around, and Tommy's still in the picture here. Her oh, that's, brother.
1: That's the end of this. So yeah, how do, how does how does this uh, finish? So he's he's at the dinner where he. Through a lovely dinner that she kind of half isn't appreciating because she be- she doesn't believe it, and then Frack guy comes in and says, "Hey, bro, someone crashed your car."
0: They they did more than that. They took a st- steaming dump right on the right on the the, the hood of that car, yeah. didn't they?
1: Yeah, somebody somebody smashed his car real good. Come to find out, Tommy Kaylee's sister is out of prison, out of juvie or wherever the hell he is, and he's out for blood because someone dare dates his sister. If I can't have her, no one can kind of say
0: right? It's like, come on, man. It's messed up.
1: Nice guy. You know, you know, you know, you're protective of your sister, but like, it's a little too much. She's got to date somebody. You might as well be a nice guy, right?
0: No, oh, she's got to date somebody. She's got to date him. That's what he yeah. wants. Yeah. That's, that's where this movie is yeah. going. They imply yeah. it heavily, don't like they? Like
1: father, like son, right? I mean, it's, it's very heavily, scum- yeah. scummily
0: implied, which is yeah. also again, depressing as hell.
1: But, I mean, we'll get into this later. When, when Tommy's character takes a surprising turn, it kind of contradicts all that. But we'll get into that later.
0: So, yeah. So, anyway, he winds up attacking Ashton Kutcher. They F him up. Ashton Kutcher murders him.
1: Maced and murdered him.
0: He maced him and should have ended there. And yeah. he went a little overboard and he started bashing his face in and he murdered him. However, he was attacked. I know he subdued him. Yeah. But he was attacked. He winds up in jail for for murder. No, I got to ask you something. His mom comes there and visits him and says, "Oh, you know, the lawyers going to get you off on self-defense." Like I know, he's a college guy, like
1: Yeah.
0: Is he going to the hardest of prisons possible? Like no. the type of they, place he's in he, right now is he, like
1: He would have been out on bail, but maybe they're not, you know, don't have a lot of money so maybe they couldn't afford it.
0: His frat bros but got the
1: money? But that's what a bail bondsman's for. Right. and But secondly, he, he, they wouldn't send him to the penitentiary. Like, they sent him to a jail, right?
0: He'd oh, be, He'd be a
1: jail, not prison. Capital P, prison.
0: He was in the hardest place yeah. I've seen.
1: With all the gangs and everything. No. Nah. Um, but uh, real quick, before they arrested him, I found this peculiar. When Tommy was beating up Ashton, right, when he had the upper hand, Kaylee was like, stop, what are you doing? Stop. When Ashton got the upper hand on her brother, that's when she ran and hit the buzzer to call security. Yeah. What's, what's that about?
0: I agree with you. What's that about? Well, she didn't want to even be with him because she was afraid of the brother, which is weird. But like, I get it. Shouldn't she? Did she not want the brother to go back to jail or something? I it's just she,
1: weird. She should have called security right away. She waited until Ashton was the, had the upper hand as if to like protect her brother. Interesting.
0: Let's, let's get us back to the prison because he's in jail, rotting away, waiting for his lawyer to figure out how, to, how the hell to get him out on self defense, or somebody to figure out how what you said, what a bail bondsman is. Yeah, he's he's sharing a room with a religious dude played by Martin Kimi from uh, yeah. from the Lost Fame, which I love the actor. I forgot the guy's it's a name. Deep cut. It's a deep yeah, cut. Yeah, that guy's awesome.
1: A, he's a bit character in Lost. One of my but, favorite guys ever. Yeah. But
0: he's got this this roommate, and he's trying to convince him that. Need some help because he's caught up with all the gangs and stuff. Yeah. So he's you got to get his his notebooks. His mom got the notebooks. He's in with the Aryan Brotherhood. They're trying to beat him up or turn him into you know one of their, one of their dudes. He's got the other guys
1: coming after them. It's not great. <laughs> it's Because they're going to turn him into one of their dudes. That's you know, a good way to put it. It's one way to no, put it. It's funny when he walks into that prison. It's like it's obvious. Like the term "fresh fish" when they yeah. say "fresh fish." It's like he's stumbling. He's tripping. He's trembling. That's probably how I would look if I went to prison, honestly. But it's like obviously this guy is gonna, is gonna get something coming his way and it's not good. And he's 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 got he's a ticking ticking clock for
0: sure. He he winds up trying to get this guy to help him, his roommate, and he does, but he convinces him that he has stigmata by yeah. getting his notebook and going back, and we see the scene when he was back in the original part of the movie. Yeah. Right, where he drew the picture, he got up out of the out of the chair and bashed his hands on the thing, so the guy believes him. He winds up going back and getting out of the jail just in the nick of time, right?
1: Yep. Because, yeah, because he he slapped his hands down, got the stigmata, and whatever happens in the past shows up, you know, the scars, they show up because that's how this time travel works. And yeah, he uh, got a friend for life
0: before he goes back let's put sort of an official rating on on his life here out of 10 yeah. what are you, what are you giving his life he's in jail he's rotten
1: away like, I mean zero right, right? <laughs> he killed the zero and he's and he's in prison <laughs> it doesn't get much worse than that I mean it or was does a, it? it was a b minus before the whole prison thing right yeah like he, he has a good life Kaylee has great life but probably they're probably going to break up but yeah. at least at least everyone's safe.
0: Well, right? you murder someone's brother. I don't know how you yeah. go back from there. But.
1: No, but after the murder thing, then you, it was F, you know, <laughs> F, zero.
0: F minus.
1: Yeah, F minus, <laughs> really. So you really screwed up. He made it worse. Yeah, so he made like, everything worse.
0: Definitely worse. Like, everyone's well,
1: worse. Well, I mean, he got Kaylee. Is it worse than the timeline where Kaylee kills herself?
0: Tommy died, and I, I guess Tommy in, the, in that timeline was not great. But he, he died instead of so, her. So, like,
1: Tommy died instead of her. He's in prison. But, like, is, is the goal to, like, help her? Because I, I, like, I feel like he's putting everyone ahead of himself on these time travels. Well,
0: the, and this this is more about the ending, right? Which we we'll talk about at the end here. But, like, yeah. I think this movie isn't really about... It's, like, he is trying to help her. This yeah. movie is, wants to be a rom-com. Not a rom-com, but it wants mm-hmm. to be, like, a love movie, but it's not a love movie. Yeah. It's too dark for it. Okay.
1: So maybe it's a two, because, like, he helps her, but now she's going to be grieving the, the, the death of his, her her brother and the possible long-term prison sentence of her now ex boyfriend who she probably was dating since, you know, sixth grade True. or whatever, whatever. Right. Cause they so showed like, it. She lost her, her long love and her brother. And on the other side, his mother is now grieving. Now she's, she's got a son in prison. So everything's bad, but she's safe. So it's like a two.
0: He died, Tommy died, but he didn't really yeah. care about Tommy. I'm not yeah. saying he's the, the, worthless. The life but... and death
1: of Tommy is, you know, it would be a bonus if he if he survived.
0: Butterfly effect, right. yeah. colon, the life and death of Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so okay, so he goes back in time now, and where does he go?
1: He goes back to the, the junkyard scene where Tommy's about to kill his dog, which doesn't, you know, that's just messed up, right? We talked about that. We don't need to get into more details right. about the dog dying, but... He comes in and he goes to Lenny. He hands Lenny this sharp metal object. Which, what do goes, you think he's going to yeah, do with that? Up. Yeah. Lenny, Lenny, hey, Lenny, <laughs> Lenny. You got to step up here. There's going to be a situation coming where you got to cut a bag loose. I'm going to give you this sharp thing. And when the situation comes, you cut that bag loose. All right, Lenny? Yeah. And Lenny's like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know. So they get in there. The scene plays out again. Uh, Two by four gets swung, hits Kaylee in the face. Kaylee's got a big scar now. That'll lead to her crack whore lifestyle. Um, <laughs> just, just, you know, just, yeah, you know, you know, and instead of cutting the bag, Lenny stabs the Tommy in the back, literally kills him, mm-hmm. kills him. Yep. He's dead.
0: What did you, what did you think was going to happen? He gives him this like yeah. rusty shard of metal.
1: And you know, Lenny hates Tommy. You know,
0: it, it. yeah. And, and you know, it's, Lenny the most tragic character of this whole movie. I mean he really, is. he has he the is. worst life of everybody. But great redemption. A couple
1: times. Great redemption yeah. though.
0: Especially but, when yeah. when Ashton loses his, his arms, he's he's yeah. really redeeming himself. But yep. so so let's rate his let's rate the consequences of here. So what happens then of this? So so you said Lenny murders Tommy. Amy Smart is got a gashed up face. Like where are people in the future then? What where where does this put them?
1: Yeah, so uh Ashton is back in college, same as he ever was, right? Back to being a philosophy major, and you know he's got Frank who as his roommate. Everything's cool, right? No. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> Comes to find out, Lenny is in the you know the nut house. He just couldn't yep. take what he did, so he's a psychiatric ward. When he goes to visit him,
0: he's a catatonic.
1: How about it? How about the how about the the, the heavy stuff he puts on Ashton? Yep. This should have been you. Dude, this should have been you. It
0: should have been. And you know what? The way that he rolled up in there like, yeah. "Hey Lenny, how you doing, buddy?" Yeah, it's like the really. guy's on a gurney like with his yeah. arms and legs completely yeah. strapped up like
1: he he should have he, he should and, have and, let you know, him have it. He did the same thing in the last scene with him, with, with the in the attic hey, with buddy? the airplanes. "Hey, buddy. How's it going? I know you what murdered a I know, I know you accidentally murdered a a mother and her baby, but how's it going?" <laughs> "Hey, buddy. Hey." <laughs> yeah. It's like, "Come on, man." Yeah. Get rolling his eyes, that. rolling his eyes at his airplane collection. Like, come on, Ashton, get the
0: on. hell out of here with that. You know,
1: so oblivious.
0: And how about like the whole Amy Smart thing, where Amy Smart, Kaylee is. I mean, they've heavily implied she's a prostitute, right? Or, Car- or yeah, she's crack, she's yeah.
1: literally a heroin addict, crack whore, prostitute. Yeah,
0: she's prostituting herself for money, and it like God, I felt like I got a disease just by yeah, watching that. It's a scene. very
1: very grimy scene. And, you know, she, where, where's her award for, yeah, for this where's, scene?
0: Where's the makeup artist playing, award?
1: Playing the heroin addict. Yes, the makeup artist, too. She
0: was great. I mean, yeah. that scene skeeved me out. I felt yep. filthy watching it. Like, didn't you feel like you were yeah. in the filth?
1: Oh, yeah. It was grimy. I'd, so I'd take, take a shower.
0: What, where, where would you rate this now? Like, the last one you gave a 2 out of 10. Where do you this rate is, this in the Life, life Raider?
1: Probably worse
0: probably worse. somehow worse i mean his life's yeah.
1: fine but the other two lives are like er, 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 irrevocably er, 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 i can't say what's the word Irre- irrevocably er, er, irrevocably <laughs> i don't know why am i pr- trying to pronounce these words at 4 a.m why am i doing this <laughs> see they everyone are thinks are scr-
0: joking it's late yeah. but it is late
1: <laughs> they are forever screwed up his life's okay but the trauma like he he like he, he did this so he has to fix this
0: did they say what happened to tommy in this line i don't remember this. He
1: Oh yeah, that's so right. He died. The stab yeah, in the back, he died. we assume we assume he died. That's yeah. right.
0: No, he was dead. He murdered yeah. him. I yeah. forgot.
1: So I'm gonna go zero. I think it's worse than the prison outcome just worse. because he he ruined everyone's life around him. And like what, is he gonna go scot free and just go on to be no. a psychology major? No way. There's so consequences to, yeah.
0: to your decisions. Yeah. It's as
1: it's a zero because it's an, it's an instant go back. He's yeah. like, shit, I screwed up. I got to go <laughs> oh back. Oh my God, I got to go. Where's my notebooks? All Here's right, my buddy. notebook. I, I screwed this up. There <laughs> we go.
0: So yeah, so, so he does, right? But he tried to go back and talk. The like, guy's in this one, he goes back and talks to his dad, right? So he gets his notebook and he goes to the memory of when he blacked out talking to his father. And when his father tried to choke him out, so again, this is where it starts to are those scenes the original timeline or not? But that's where he goes back because he totally. wants to tell his dad, like, I need your help, right? Like, you need, to, you need to help me fix this. And what does he? What does he say to him? He's like, "Look, there's there's nothing you can do. Like, it ends with you. You can't gotta play stop. God.
1: Yeah, you can't play God. It never works, as we heard in the beginning here. You, you can't like, do it. He's like, bullshit. Give me my notebooks. I'll show you. I'm let's go back. back to let's go back to the mailbox scene with the dynamite. I'm gonna fix this. Watch, yep. watch this. So he goes back to the mailbox scene again. Decides he's going to not yell at the at the mother holding the baby. Hey, get, get out, out of, of the way. way. He
0: obvious. decides
1: he knows <laughs> that that thing's going to explode. Decides to open the mailbox and try to pick it up and throw it away. Bad move. So not only does he get his arms blown off, but Tommy tackles and tackle dives and knocks over the mother thereby saving her from the explosion, which has another ripple effect that we'll see. So cut to where are we? Back to 2002, I believe, right? 2002, we're back in college. He wakes up, thinks everything's okay. He hears a little a little, uh, little love making going little, on next to little, him. A little boot shaking, a little, little uh, yeah. bed squeaking. A little bed squeaking going on next to him. And he's like, ah, I'm back. Everything's good. That must yep. be Frankie stacchino. Getting this groove on it's gotta be let me stretch figure this out
0: god damn it the, bad way god damn it, it
1: but was it that it was not that
0: it was not it was lenny
1: lenny <laughs> and
0: kaylee you oh.
1: effing whore
0: you son of a bitch <laughs> that's what i would say and and oh my god man so and not only is that he has lost his arms and, and, yeah. and legs at this point. So he is No, he's got he his is, legs. He's got his legs. I, I thought they said that there was some I think it was a quadruple amputee or something. No. Maybe, I, I don't know. Did
1: they show it? You know what? They should maybe there were I saw legs on the wheelchair. But maybe <laughs> maybe they weren't real legs. You know, they were just jeans. I, I should, so basically I saw I saw I saw long long jeans. You saw, I don't so, know what's under there.
0: But he's like in this room. Now, Look, this is just, this is the most important question of this whole episode right now. This is it. Just, it boils down to one thing. If you don't listen to anything else, you need to listen to this part. How much of a violation is this that they're doing that right there? Now, I don't know what happened between 1996 and 2002, and maybe this is just par for the course for them. Yeah. But come on.
1: Yeah, I question the relationship outright, but the fact that they're getting it on right next to him as he's at least handsless.: may, maybe feetless. like it's bad. How, how how insensitive is that? Yes, you can't do that. and he's in love with her, like yeah. in love with her. not only the, not only that, that's worse, but even Drew, if you and I were roommates in college, yeah, and you were getting it on just it three feet away from me, I'd be happening. a little uncomfortable.: I'd be a okay, little man. uncomfortable. Can you take right. that to the other room, please? Yeah. Could you at least tell me to leave something? I don't wanna I don't wanna be here, you know, I don't wanna I don't wanna share this with you. Yeah. It's not a moment to be shared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A,
0: what, what so what do you think about the relationship? Like do you, uh, maybe we could ask, like, could they ever work? Now we don't know Lenny at this point. We don't really know yeah. much about him. Yeah.
1: So we find out that Lenny, you know, and Lenny was a very chubby kid, as we see uh in the childhood scenes and in like his traumatic scenes in the present day. But in this scene, Lenny's lost weight. He's got nice, nice flowing blonde hair. Surfer Total looking dude. Surfer dudes, half surfer, half hippie. You know, that kind of thing. Dude, I. so that's not his fault. It's not Lenny's fault. I blame right. Kaylee. So Kaylee and Evan Ashton clearly had a thing for each other throughout their whole childhood, right? So the second that he loses his hands, she shifts to Lenny.
0: Well, we don't know that that's when it happened, right? We, we don't know. I mean, it could have happened. I mean, well, yeah, I guess you're right. I, <laughs>
1: you know? <laughs> he gets a deformity, and all of a sudden, she, she slides over to Lenny. How it's does that true. work? How does that's that work? That's true. Kaylee. Yeah, that's true. Amy Smart. How does that work? Maybe. Now, okay. All right. Devil's Advocate. Maybe after his injury, he becomes, like, you depressed know. Or depressed. Depressed. F the world. Jaded. He's not the same person, obviously. So maybe like even if she tried to have a relationship with him, maybe like he was too not mentally prepared to to do that. And in right. the meantime, you know, Lenny the, was the there. Sp- the spark with Lenny, you know, because they had that bond. I just Lenny, don't buy it. Lenny started hitting the treadmill. I just don't buy right. it. I don't buy it either. I don't buy it either. Man. I don't buy it. What Can
0: about what mean? about the Jesus man, Tommy himself? He he's like a spiritual. Yeah. He said he found Jesus. I think they yeah. said after so, yeah, he saved the baby. It was a
1: real, it was a real throwaway line. It's like, oh yeah, Tommy found Jesus after he saved that woman's life, and, and Nash is like, are you kidding me? He saved her life, guy yeah. with no hands. Hello,
0: yeah. Like <laughs> I took I mean, the brunt on. of the
1: blow. He I did. I, he literally threw himself on the grenade.
0: Do you think that that? Now look, if you save somebody. Do you really think that that's going to turn you to God? If that kid was so messed up already, yeah, like it's it's, a, it's it's not an overnight thing. In my it's
1: opinion, it's a real it's a real like come on, yeah. That was my that was my big question with Lenny, is that character change is way too much of a one eighty to go from evil to Jesus in you know in one like a screen. minute. Yeah, I
0: mean, he just got done burning a dog alive too,
1: right? And not only is he is he like a nice Christian boy, he's like, hey guys. Hey, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's like fake. He, it's like get out of my face, kind of, kind of nice. Oh, you know? I
0: agree. Yeah. So maybe to to like sum up this part, we're gonna rate hit this part of his life in a second. But why is he so upset? Obviously, he's got some some injuries that he sustained in that blast. Lenny's with his his girl that he loves. How much did you die inside when he tried to confess his love to her and she was just not having
1: it? Oh, oh. like I couldn't watch it, dude. He's like, you think? There's ever a chance that you know you and I could have could have been, <laughs> and and her answer made it worse. Yeah. I thought
0: it was she, bad.
1: She he was he was holding the knife, and then she stuck it in him. And she did with, with the whole. Yeah, I think about it sometimes, but it just didn't happen. Yeah, you know. <laughs>
0: and like, then and on. then she wa- runs away and makes out with yeah. Lenny immediately yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. Which, and they're, which pro- and they're
1: probably they're probably talking about him.
0: Which does not show that maybe she doesn't really care about him because like. In that moment, if somebody said something like that to you, I think you might be like, Oh man, like I'm not gonna go make out with my boyfriend two yeah. seconds you later. Like it I, might mess you up.
1: I think her character just needs a protector, you know. And that's then true. It was it was it was usually Ashton, but in this timeline it was Lenny.
0: It was obvious, I guess, because of the trouble she had with yeah. the, the father and all that stuff. Yeah. But so so how would you rate his life? Because he winds up trying to commit suicide in a yeah. bathtub.
1: But everyone else's life is perfect. It is. Yeah. But if he's truly oh, the sacrifice, oh, shouldn't this be it? Oh, oh, here's the thing—we f- we forgot the bi- the biggest part. This is the timeline where his mom gets cancer.
0: That's right. I forgot. So not so, perfect.
1: So that's really the 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 scenario that makes him want to go back.
0: Like he was willing to accept the fact that right. he yeah. was you know injured. His yeah, before, friends were before yeah happy. he tried
1: to commit suicide before he learned that his mom has cancer. So because he thought you know what everyone else's life here is great you know I'm gonna bow out. I did my part. You know, I'm gonna sacrifice myself. Blah blah blah. But then when he his his suicide attempt fails, and he's being uh, Tommy brings him to his mom or Lenny or whoever the hell drives him to his mom. He's like, oh, why are we visiting her at work? You know what's she doing? Because she worked as a nurse or whatever. He's like, oh no, oh no no, she's a patient. When you blew your hands up, you know she started chain smoking. Now she has lung cancer. And he's like, give me my notebooks. (laughs) <laughs> I got to go back. Get him out.
0: <laughs> so what what is his rating here? I mean.
1: Oh, man, that's I, I, tough because his friends are great, but his mom is cancer and he has no hands and the legs. Isn't that a five? It's
0: probably better because more people's lives were better, I guess, than were worse. Yeah. But it's still not great. Like he can he's willing to live with the fact that he injured himself to protect that like the, the mom and the baby didn't die. Yeah. Tommy's still alive and he's got a good They're life. Thriving. They're thriving. Thriving, yeah. right? And and so is so is Kaylee and yeah. Lenny. Yeah. So it's just him and his mom that are really in trouble. And I don't know what happened to his dad in this timeline, I guess, but Yeah. he he was not in great shape, but he tried to kill himself in the tub too. And and four you know, Tommy safe. I don't
1: him. want to say 50-50, so I'll go 4. Maybe a 4. All
0: right. Yeah. But he so gets, it's
1: it's the best to date four. The,
0: the piece of information, though, that he found out in this timeline that was the, the shocker was that when you said it, right, when she was talking about him, oh, could there be a chance, there was a, a critical piece of information that said that she stuck around with her dad because she wanted to be around Evan. Otherwise, yeah. she'd have went to live with her mom. And if she yes. went and lived with her mom, she'd have never been you know, molested and maybe Tommy wouldn't have had a really bad life. And she she lets up this information, so he's got this in the back uh, of his now head. He knows, now he knows. Now moving that. forward, like, hey, here's a here's a piece. But mm. he goes back and he says, you know what? We gotta we gotta go back. We gotta okay. go do this thing. We gotta go do this. And what does he do in this one? I think he this is almost the worst one of all of them. Mm. He goes back back to the to the filming scene, and he tries to scare the dad with the dynamite. What uh, the hell was he thinking? Uh,
1: yeah, he tries to, yeah, he, he strong his arms to the dad again, this time to try to get Tommy to be the nice guy.
0: Yep, because Tommy was abused, yeah. right?
1: There's a struggle, and all of a sudden, Kaylee picks up the dynamite, A bluey. Sparkler! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh, but it was yeah. like, kind of funny. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Ooh, a sparkler! <laughs> like, so, oh, so, so long story long, this puts him uh, in, in the mental institution. It should have been you, as Lenny would say. It yeah. was him. It was him this time. So now he's in the mental institution. And as we wrap this up, let's, let's get this thing going here. And his
0: journals don't exist no, anymore. And he has
1: no journals. So he's screwed. Kaylee's dead. He's in the mental institution. <laughs> I'm sure Tommy's screwed up.
0: Probably. <laughs> Even If he's worse. not already dead himself, they're yeah. probably all dead.
1: Yeah. Obviously the mom's going through it. So how do we do this? How, how do we, uh, there are no books. How do we do this? He,
0: he finds out about his dad who was screaming for a photo album that didn't exist. And this is where all of this stuff comes together and they realize what the hell happened. So he asked his mom for a home movie of himself. His brain is completely effed, by the way. Mm. He's got like 90% hemorrhaging. Yeah, <laughs> his, yeah. His, his, yeah. his brain is just blood sloshing around yeah. right now yeah. at this point. It's like a fish yeah. tank of blood.
1: If he was a fighting uh, fighting game health meter, he's in danger yeah. right now. He's on danger.
0: He's at round, round three danger, yeah. Yeah. flashing red. He asked for some home movies. What does he do?
1: So he... Picked up a trick he learned from his dad. He watched the home movies. Goes to the scene where he first meets Kaylee. Says something really mean to her. If you ever go near me, I'll kill you and your family. Something like that.
0: Why is that a good idea? So, so you Kaylee know, just hey, said you should go with your mom. I'll visit it, you.
1: It worked. <laughs> so Kaylee runs in scared. Eventually, when their parents split up, she goes with the mom because now she knows that you know there is no Evan. And then he just assumes. You know, everything must have worked out because we're at the end of the movie. We find out that he wakes up in college again and Lenny's his roommate and everybody's happy. And he's like, oh, we don't, nobody knows who Kaylee is and Tommy. So, yeah, hey, we're good.
0: Then he burns his journals, so he can't ever go back.
1: Yep. So that so he's like, well, whatever happened to them, I'm done. I would did, you I, have burned I, I him? my best?
0: Would, would you burned him? Like, couldn't he just say, like, hey, you know what? Let me keep him a little bit longer just in case. You know,
1: it's kind of like a drug act. It's like, you know, you got to go cold turkey because he's I scared. feel like you always want to tweak. You're, he's He seems like a perfectionist, you know? Yeah. He sees a hair out of place. You know, he looks in the mirror and all of a sudden he sees a gray. He's like, <laughs> you know, everybody's happy, but I got that gray hair now. Yeah. I feel like I can fix that. Give my journals, you know?
0: Well, I mean, so flash forward to what is it, two thousand eight or something? I forgot what year it was, but it's eight years later, and he's in New York City, and him and Kaylee have this moment on the street, real rom com moment. Other,
1: yeah, they walk by each other,
0: which honestly was just not in the tone of this movie. It was just really weird and it was odd. And we're going to talk about all the alternate endings in a second. But did you like that ending? Did you feel like it was happy? And and what was yeah. your rating on this version of his life?
1: Yeah, I mean, I wasn't too thrilled with the ending. But, like, it's fine. I'm glad that she didn't, like, recognize him. She did the stop real quick, but she kept going. And he did the stop, and then he kept going. He he obviously knows what she looks like because, like, it's all in his brain. But uh, it was fine. But, like, yeah, this is, this is the 10 out of 10 ending to where, like, assume everybody lives happily ever after. We can't be together, but this is the best way to do it.
0: How many other people's lives were effed up in this timeline that, it, that well, we don't we, even know about.
1: Well we don't know. I mean the real scenario is that you know after the dad lost his, his his wife and his kids you know what kind of rampage did he go on is 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 the real evil question.
0: Well let's talk about some of these endings. So if you if you haven't watched this movie the the ending is like it's a very Josh Hartnett ending honestly. Put Josh Hartnett in that and it's like I'm pretty sure that's how Wicker Park ended or something, yeah. isn't it? It's a real so, Ryan
1: Reynolds affair. Yeah, it's,
0: it's a real Ryan Reynolds affair. So that's a good way to put it. So there's three alternate endings that were shot for the film. And then there's a director's cut ending, which is the fourth. We got to talk about in a second. But I want to ask you of all of these, I'm going to ask you for each one, which one do you think you would have liked better? Okay. So the first ending, the theatrical release, like we talked about, shows them passing on the sidewalk. He sees her, he recognizes her, but they keep walking. There's sort of like a moment where they recognize each other, but then they just go their separate ways. So that's the theatrical ending yep. that we got. The second one is a quote, happy ending, maybe in 11 out of 10, according to some, where it shows Evan and Kaylee stopping on the sidewalk. They cross paths and then they introduce themselves and he asks her out for a coffee.
1: No, can't. That's too happy. That's it's like, too much. It that's doesn't not fit the this tone. movie. That's not this movie. This that movie just has watched.
0: child pornography, yeah. people getting blown up, dog massacring. Like this is yep. not childhood that kind of
1: movie. trauma. Yeah. it's
0: it's just not right right so then yeah. so then there's another one, so then there's an open ended one similar to the one that they had in the beginning, where they pass each other, keep walking, except after this one, he turns and follows her, and this was what was used in the novelization of the film, so he he kind of walks towards her, so instead yeah. of them walking separate ways instead of them introducing each other, he kind of walks towards her, so it's a little bit more kind of, oh, what happens,
1: yeah. I don't like that one either. It's better than the second one. But like, here's my question. So imagine that that plays out where he follows her and maybe he eventually like, oh, hey, like, hey, we meet in Starbucks. What's going on? Hey, my name's Evan. When she eventually finds out that, hey, oh, you were my next door neighbor. You told me you were going to kill me and my family. All right. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) You know, remember when you
0: said that to me when we were six? Yeah,
1: that really scared me like for for life. I wonder. I had nightmares for for years.
0: He's like, surprise, I'm here to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Unless, it, unless she would even remember it, I don't know. Yeah.
1: But here's the thing like, she's like in a nice, you know, suit, right? She looks like she's got something going on, right? It's dangerous for him to ask her what's going on in her life. Cause if it's bad, then like, true. is he going to live with this? He's got no journals, you know? Yeah.
0: He, he probably shouldn't ask her. He can't, he he can't fix away. it.
1: He can't fix it. So he better stay away.
0: What about this? So here's the director's cut. And I think this was on the DVD. So this one, I'll take you back. So it says, with his brain damaged, and he's aware that he's committed to a psychiatric facility where he's going to lose access to all of this stuff. He can't time travel. He makes a desperate attempt to change the timeline by watching the family video. So similar to what we saw. Yeah. But he goes back this time to right before his mom was about to give birth. So he goes to that moment, and he strangles himself in the womb with his umbilical cord to Mm. stop this generational curse from continuing. So... Apparently there was another scene in this version of the film where there's a psychic palm reader that tells him that he has no lifeline and he doesn't belong to this world, which is pretty dark. But that's in tone with this movie. Yeah. So then they show her as a child, you know, choosing to live with her mother, and a montage suggests the other the other kids' lives have also become loving and less tragic. So it's almost like Ashton Kutcher... And his dad and them are like this—this this evil that's sort of messing up other people's lives. Yeah, that movie ending is way more in tone with what this movie is. Yeah, I know you can't do it, but it's the best yeah. one.
1: Yeah, it, it, it makes sense within the world of the film. It's the best one. But like, honestly, I mean, talk about like have have a, have a test a test screening, <laughs> and as soon as they show a baby. Strangling itself with an abilco cord. All, all the, all the no buzz, buzzers. Bzz, bzz, bzz. I don't like this. I don't like this. This is bad. You know. <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that.
0: I'm thinking about those lines with the. You know when they do like the political debates and the yeah. line goes up and down. Yeah,
1: line goes up and down It's just. Bzz.
0: And you get that guy that's out there with a the microphone asking yeah. people, like, yeah. "So what did you think about that? Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no buzzers. I mean, <laughs> as
1: dark as the movie is, I mean, that's just next level. We don't need that.
0: I mean, it's definitely in tone with the movie. I think yeah. it's a good call having it as a director's cut. So, yeah. if you had to pick the best ending, what's the one you? Which one you're going with then?
1: Probably a theatrical release. Is probably the one, right? Yeah, probably the just, one where it's like he he obviously knows what she looks like, but he he knows that I can't go down that road. So you're I'm with the la- studio and, suits, and, it, and it's the satisfaction that he fixed it. I did it. Screw you, Dad. Yeah, you're crazy, old man. I fi- I'm smart. I fixed it.
0: I don't mean to Billy Walsh you, but you're, you're with the suits here, man. I, I, I'm going with, uh, whatever the directors are. You want the black and white version. Yeah. You want the black and white version. I want the black and white yeah. version. I, I, I'm curious what you guys think. If you, if you think that was the best ending or if you think the, the alternate ending, have you guys seen this movie and have you seen the alternate? I haven't watched the alternate ending. So I'm curious if any of the listeners have seen it. Send us an email, the last row podcast at gmail.com or, or tweet at us or write on the socials. You can also leave a comment on the episodes page. And then, as always, if you're enjoying the show, please subscribe. Tell someone about the show. Send it to one of your friends. Let them know that you're enjoying it. And, and please consider leaving us a five-star review on both Apple Podcasts and Podchaser and Spotify. And we'll be back in, in, in two weeks with a new episode on Thursday, August 18th. And on that note, see you guys
1: later.
0: Woo! So, if you were in prison with those guys,
1: <laughs> uh, I'm not the toughest guy